Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. I don't know about you, but I do not want to walk in the darkness, especially when I'm being told that walking in the darkness is clearly opposite of what Jesus commands us to do. And what is walking in the darkness? That's hating your brother. We're on the fifth day of the octave of Christmas, celebrating for eight days. How did your Christmas go? How did those relationships go? Did you have a blowout? Are you seeing that person again and you're still (laughs) not quite having the feelings of love that we're supposed to? What do you do? Well, first, first, let's go to the word. Dun, dun, dun. First John chapter two, verse three through 11. Beloved, the way we may be sure that we know Jesus is to keep his commandments. Whoever says, I know him, but does not keep his commandments is a liar. And the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word, the love of God is truly perfected in him. This is the way we may know that we are in union with him. Whoever claims to abide in him ought to walk just as he walked. Beloved, I am writing no new commandment to you, but an old commandment that you had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word that you have heard. And yet, I do write a new commandment to you, which holds true in him and among you. For the darkness is passing away, and the true light is already shining. Whoever says he is in the light, yet hates his brother is still in the darkness. Whoever loves his brother remains in the light, and there is nothing in him to cause a fall. Whoever hates his brother is in the darkness and walks in darkness and does not know where he is going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. Okay. I don't want to walk in darkness anymore. I walked in darkness for 43, 44 years of my life. 
I lived the way the world told me I should live. I held my resentments. I judged people. I was all about myself, completely self-centered. I did nothing for anybody else but for me. Period. I was in darkness. I allowed the world, my own flesh and my desires and my bodily whatever, to rule me. The world, the flesh, and the devil. And the devil seduced me into all these other things. So I was walking in darkness. I didn't know God. I didn't know this beautiful life that we can have on the other side of all this sinful behavior and this selfishness and this myopic view of everything. But specifically here, it's about hating your brother. And this means anybody in your life. It may be your brother. Many of you have heard my brother story, which I'm not going to get into today. But it can happen. We can get beyond what one might consider true hatred for someone. How, 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 excuse me, I had a little phlegm there. Sorry. (laughs) How, 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 how? One, give it to God. Do not let your feelings have anything to do with this. Remember? We choose to love. So we give God our resentment, our anger, our sadness, our depression, our own self-hatred. Maybe something that this person did made us hate ourselves. Or I don't know what is going on here, but all of the negative feelings that come with this, let's call hatred, we got to give it to God. Period. Every day. Then we ask God to change our hearts. Lord, I want to forgive. I'm allowing you to forgive for me because clearly I'm not there yet. And I need you, Lord, the one who can change hearts and can do miracles in people's lives. I need you to change my heart toward this person so that I can love them where they are no matter if they're walking in darkness or not. And then three, pray for that person, even if you don't feel it. It goes back to choosing to love and you're choosing to pray for somebody else to the Lord. And pray this way. Remember, don't pray, oh, Lord, can you please change Bob? Bob and his attitude and his, you know, self-centeredness and the way that he talks to people is so disrespectful. Can you please change Bob? Let's ask God to do what God wants to do with Bob, (laughs) right? Maybe God doesn't want to change Bob. Maybe Bob is here to change others. Who knows what God's plan is with Bob? So let's just say, Lord, I wish the best for Bob. 
and I wish that your will be done in his life. And then we cast out the feelings of hatred and betrayal and all of the anger and the sadness and everything when they come. And then you will see your heart will change. Those feelings won't bubble up. When you hear that person's name, you won't go into a fit of rage or sit and think about that person in disdain and disgust for minutes upon minutes upon maybe even hours. Maybe it ruins your day. Don't give any person that kind of power over you. Only God should have that kind of reign in our lives. And let's remember that these people are also children of God and who are going through their own struggles and their own issues and their own healing and brokenness that we may or may not even know about. But do not let that person hold every aspect of your emotional well-being, whether they're in the room or not in the room. And how do you do that? You let it go to God. You pray and you give it away every single time they come up and you cast them out. The more you do it, the less those feelings will come. Or they'll come and they will go real fast, super fast. Because you're going to be used to casting them out and kicking them aside, knowing that evil does not want you to love. Any of these spirits that have been watching you your whole life do not want you to mend with anybody, do not want you to love someone, perhaps even loving someone to Jesus. Oh, Lordy, Lordy, they don't want that. As much as we mentally want to right fight and make ourselves be the ones that are justified to be anger because angry, there, there is justifiable anger. And we don't have to forgive completely. We just have to let them off of the debt that they have to pay us back. That forgive and forget thing. I don't know how you do that. I don't think anyone forgets. What people do is they let go of that person's paying back that debt for causing that. Maybe it's just an apology that you're looking for from someone. And they have yet to even admit that they did anything wrong. You may be waiting until you die for that apology and never get it. But if you let it go and you give it to God and you allow him to forgive for you, you're just saying, Lord, I don't need anything from this person. I don't need an apology. I don't need them to admit guilt. 
I don't need anything. I just need you to forgive for me and to help me love them where they're at right now. Let's not walk in darkness. Let's not let the dark world, as we read, it's becoming lighter. The darkness is passing away. You can see it. If you have eyes, and I know you do, you can see good and you can see evil. And evil is getting dragged out into the light, kicking and screaming. So we will be able to see, ah, because if everyone lived and walked in the light of Christ, this world would be completely different. Instead, people are walking in darkness and they're all about themselves, their own lives, their own power, prestige, money, things, vacations. I mean, how much is enough? And I think that's where people get to in life and they think, is this all life is about? Just accumulating a bunch of stuff. All right, now I'm going off, (laughs) spinning off on a totally different subject. So let's rein it back in. But let's not let ourselves be led back into the darkness because it's so much better to be living in the light and to love as best we can, but love with God who makes it so much better. Okay, let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. (laughs) Ah, the two greatest commandments, God. We need you in our lives in a huge way, in such a big way, all day, every day. We give you our life, our families, our wherewithal, our financial gifts that you've given us, all of our material goods. We give you our health. We give you our faith. We give you everything. We stand before you right now, Lord, completely naked. Like when we came into this world, when you created us, you had a plan and we have not cooperated with that plan. But we want to, we desire to be everything that you have created us to be. But we can't do it on our own. We need you, Lord. We ask you to come into our hearts and help us to love the people in our lives where it's a little difficult to love them, where we can forgive people in our lives who have harmed us, who have betrayed us, who have lied and cheated and stolen from us. We know we can do it with you. So please 
help us to run to you on a regular basis every day. Help us to pay attention to the darkness that is pulling us out of your light and to have hope and to know that the light is shining so bright that people are awakening to you all over the earth. Ignite our souls on fire, Lord. Mary, take our left hand. Holy Spirit, take our right. Guardian angel, guide us, lead us, protect us. Be blatant with messages from the Lord. Oh, you holy army, all you angels and saints, we ask that you come into our hearts and our lives and help us fight the fight so that we stay in peace, love, and joy. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's tough. Relationships are tough. People are different. We have to do our best to remember that everyone is a child of God and everyone is broken. That's it. And how much does God forgive us? <laughs> and he won't forgive us if we don't forgive them. So that's a big one and we can't do it without him. So let's finally go to him. Let's be reminded by his word that reminds us over and over again of the two greatest commandments. And let's get ourselves out of our own way. Let's learn how to pray. Let's learn to build that relationship with God. I'm going to put in the description my video prayer course again. I don't care what you choose. Just learn how to pray. Learn how to do mental prayer. Learn discernment. It is a skill. It's a learned skill, but it takes time and it's possible. Man, I used to sit. Okay, I'm going to wrap up soon. Sorry. I used to sit all the time and think, I just want to pray. I just want to pray. I want to be like those, sorry, those grandmas in church who are just reverent sitting there praying. God, I just want to learn. And then a book would fall in my lap or a YouTube video. Man, I went down the Father Ripperger Census Fidelium YouTube channels and I was just writing stuff down and I would apply it and I would sit and I would do it. Some days would be great, other days would blow. And I was just like, ah, oh, this is horrible. And that was the day that mental prayer smacked me in the face. It was one of the best moments because I was reading, I think it was Matthew, and it said, pick up your cross daily and follow me. And the word daily was in like capital letters. It wasn't, but it was when I was reading it. And it slapped me in the face and it was God telling me, you gotta do this daily. Because at that time, I wasn't regularly praying. I'd do it one day, and if it was great, I was looking forward to it the next day, but the next day was bad, and then I'd skip it two days, and I'd go back to the third day, and I mean, then God speaks to me in a very clear way, 
He's not a wordy dude. He's not going to sit on a podcast like this with you for 20 minutes and <laughs> like I do, going all over the stinking map. He's going to be pretty concise and pretty clear. One word was all it took for me. And he speaks through my husband in clear, concise ways. God is not a God of confusion. That's why his commandments are clear. That's why his church has the rules that it does and the magisterium. That's why everything is the way that it is. There is no black, I'm sorry, there's no gray. It's black and white. Okay. All right, everyone. I love you all. Go love all those people. Especially the ones that you hate. And let's get that word out of our vernacular and vocabulary. But hey, it was in the Bible. So I had to go there. All right, everyone. Go find something more with God today. Have a blessed and inspired day.